Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Hey, today we're talking about something that I think everybody needs to know. It directly came from a coaching client of mine. The title of this episode is My People Make Me So Angry Sometimes. So I don't know, have you ever you know, gotten angry by the people that you try to lead. Okay. So, you know, to make an extremely long story, very short, when you're a leader, whether at home or at work or in your community, sometimes your people will do and say things that invite you to have feelings of anger. Okay. Sometimes very intense anger. So let's talk about that and what choices are available to you. Because when you truly know how to allow that feeling to be, and not hurt others in the process, you can begin to make those changes that your team really needs. Okay. So sit back, relax, take a few breaths, and let's talk about anger. So let's jump right in. So the other day I was having a conversation with a coaching client. Um, She has said it's okay for me to share her story, just not her name. Um, So keeping a very long story short, basically what happened was she is in charge of a yearly grant um, that quite frankly has tens of millions of dollars attached to it and at least a dozen or so more employees. And she's the leader of this team. And uh, come to find out, two weeks before the deadline of the grant, so the grant's supposed to run out and then they have to, you know, send in their report and everything. And um, basically, if you do everything and then you prove that you've done everything, then you get your grant renewed the next year. Okay, so it's really kind of an important thing. All your your employees are counting on this and, and all of the people that you serve are counting on it. And she came to the phone call and she said, Michelle, I've got to talk about this. Now, first of all, uh, most of my coaching clients, they have regular phone calls. However, sometimes I'll find that I'm working with a a client like this who we used to have regular calls. However, um, due to life and and just craziness, honestly, um, she got so busy that she was on retainer. So she paid for a certain number of hours a year. And I hadn't heard from her in months. So when she called, she's like, Michelle, I've got to talk and I need to get on your schedule AS. SAP. Okay, great. So thankfully I had a, a, a couple hours that afternoon. And so we began talking and she's telling me the story that basically, you know, she had laid out the vision for the year. They had, you know, as a team come up with all the plans and plans with options and they'd been putting the work in, they'd been having regular check-in meetings. Um, and for whatever reason, one staff member did not fulfill her promises. And it's two weeks before they're supposed to be done with everything. And all of a sudden, the whole team should have been like celebrating that they had done this a whole year of work. In reality, they said, oh, no, we've got to make this happen. So it was a significant issue, right? Because quite frankly, if you didn't get all those boxes checked, look at all that money and and jobs and people who were going to be impacted. So she came to the call and and i guess you know you could say rightfully had a a lot of anger okay a lot of anger about the situation 
anger about this employee. Um, and she had anger about herself and how she handled it. She just had a lot of anger. Uh, and I think we used up just about all of her, uh, her retainer hours just on that one call. Um, but, you know, as, as she was telling this story, it reminded me of a quote by James Allen. And it says that working steam is not heard. It's the escaping steam which makes a great noise. And, you know, if you think about that, so working steam, like if you're using steam powered for something or other, right? It's contained, it's captured, right? Um, I think of a pressure cooker. If you're using a pressure cooker, it cooks a lot faster, right? That steam and that pressure cooks it. it you can move forward faster, right? Oftentimes in leadership, you know, especially when you're flying high on momentum, it's like that. It's like working steam. However, sometimes there's a crack in the system, right? And it, there's escaping steam. Now that escaping steam can do a lot of damage, okay? That's much like anger, Okay, how do you handle escaping anger, especially when you're working with other people? So your leadership might be in the home where you're a parent. Your leadership could be out in the community. Maybe you volunteer for a nonprofit or maybe your leadership is, you know, in your workplace. But, you know, the one thing I know is that if you've worked with people for any length of time, I'm just going to take a wild guess here and say you've probably been angry at some point, right? So how do you handle that? Well, I really think that there's three major ways that you can handle it. Well, first of all is to acknowledge that you have this anger. Uh, if you deny that you're angry or ignore it, guess what? Just like the pressure cooker that has no safety valve on it, uh, pretty soon that pressure is going to be so great it can explode. Okay, so if you don't acknowledge that you actually have that feeling and then begin to do something with it, you're going to do more damage to you. First of all, it's going to affect your health. Um, but secondly, that kind of anger that has been boiling for a while, that only tends to come out in certain situations that either have nothing to do with the, the previous problem or issue or it comes out in a way that you do harm to yourself or to somebody else. So acknowledge that you have anger about it. Um, come up with a safety valve, okay? So, you know, if you've got this great amount of steam and anger, come up with just a little tiny safety valve that can let a little bit of it off. So some things that I think of are, you know, calling a, a, a colleague or a mentor that you know, hey, I know this person, they've been through this before, let me just share this with you, okay? Whether they give you tips or tools or not, it just helps sometimes just to say, okay, this happened, am I crazy, <laughs> okay? Or this happened, has this happened to you? Um, another thing is just to reach out to somebody, maybe they don't have, uh, you know, any tips or tools or strategies to share with you, but they're just a good listening ear. Or maybe, maybe you need to do something physical, like going for a walk. Something that's going to allow some of that energy to pass through your body, okay? And then the third thing I think is how can you transform that anger? So rather than getting stuck in that anger of like, oh, I'm so mad at that jerk, 
right? Um, how can you move it forward through transforming it? So, you know, one thing that I think of, especially in this situation, I said, you know, what are, what are some lessons that you learned from this, right? And I know, I know, I, I can hear you already. Michelle, just let me be angry. Okay, there's a time to be angry, right? And there's a time to move forward. So when this client of mine was ready to move forward, I said, okay, let's talk about some lessons that you've learned here. Because once you, you parse those lessons out, now you can create a plan to move forward. Because in the end, guess what? You still have to solve that problem. And then if you, you know, figure out what your lessons are, you might find other problems that you need to solve as well. Okay? And that's exactly what happened in this discussion. So two of the lessons that we went through um, that I'm going to share with you. The first one, she said, you know, I realized that I didn't empower her. Even though I had a vision, I had a plan, we had regular check-ins. She said, I think I came in a little too hot and heavy. I was a little too, too authoritative. I could have asked more questions. I could have listened more. Um, she said, you know, looking back on it, I see that there were red flags and I just didn't pay attention because everybody else was doing just fine. I could have supported her a little bit more. Hey, you know what? That's an excellent lesson, right? And then the second lesson, she said, gosh, I realized that how you handle your failures really means a lot to me and to my team. And, and I'm really glad that I reached out and I talked to you first. And I didn't just go with my first gut instinct, which was to fire my employee. Because I see now that that would harm my team. And so as we were talking through how to move forward, you know, she created this plan for, you know, increasing her own leadership skills, right? And, and increasing more um, contact time with her staff throughout the year to make sure everybody was, was on target. And looking at her timetable and, and saying, you know what, I need to back up, you know, six, eight weeks. It shouldn't have gotten to two weeks before the deadline. I need to back up my, my uh, timeline so that we can make sure everything is done. Huge lessons, right? And then she said, you know what, I need to go back to the staff member. I need to figure out what the heck was the problem, right? And, and really come at it from the standpoint of how can I help you so that this doesn't happen again and not I'm going to punish you because it did happen. So lots of really great material that she got from that one story, right? But, but here's the thing is that if she didn't sit and reflect upon that and gather the lessons, she wouldn't know how to go forward. And that's what I mean by transforming your anger into something that's good, not only for you, but something that's going to be ultimately good for your team and the people that you serve. Okay. So acknowledge, find a safety valve, and then transform. So, uh, you know, she, she said at the end, she said, Michelle, thank you so much. You know, this, this idea of um, handling my anger and transforming it, thank you so much. I'm so glad we could do that together. And she said, hey, by the way, you know, when are we going to work more on the, the first lesson of empowering other people? I, I, need, I need more skills on that. And I said, well, we're coming to it. And thankfully, she's a member of our Empowered Leaders group, so she gets access to lessons like that as well. So, hey, listen, today, if you sign up for the Empowered Leaders program by midnight tonight you are gonna get some amazing bonuses. So one, one bonus is that you get a free DISC report. It's gonna tell you how you prefer to communicate, 
how you can communicate with other people. So for example, this leader, she could have used that. Uh, quite frankly, you know, she has a very different communication style than this staff member does. Uh, and I might suggest that to her actually. Uh, so you'll get that disc report. You'll also get a half hour coaching call with me where we can go over your individual report and create um, a growth plan for you. Um, and then you'll also get an ebook that has some tips and strategies in there on how to communicate, collaborate, and deal with conflict. Okay, so if you sign up for the Empowered Leaders membership group by midnight tonight, you'll get all of those bonuses. And if you're already in the group, don't forget to refer somebody because if you refer somebody who signs up, you get all of those bonuses as well. Okay, awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Um, with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.